podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi guys, it's Davo from the Non-League Treatment Room Podcast. Uh, we just want to give you a quick message about one of our sponsors, Kitstop. Kitstop offer a wide range of kit for all types of sport, which can be printed and embroidered in-house. Top quality and deal with most of the leading brands. Check out their website, kitstop.co.uk, or check out the link below. Cheers, guys. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Non-League Treatment Room for episode three, and I'm Cookie, and as always, I'm joined by Davo. How are you, mate? Good evening, everyone. Are you okay? Very well, mate. Are you? I'm all right, yeah. How's the week been? Uh, very good, mate. We've got a very busy week lined up, but obviously the last couple of weeks have been very busy as well. A lot of football. Um, big shout out to the under-18s. Um, played last week in the Birmingham Senior Cup, I think it is, or some Birmingham Cup, and beat a team, Hales Owen, League Bovis, lovely surface. 6-4, great game for the neutral. Yeah. I wanted to give a shout out to the under-18s because I know they listen. I'm very, very proud of them at the minute. Yeah, Hells Owen, a good good team as well. Yeah, they mate, big side, there. physical. Um, as always, everyone, just make sure you're following our socials as it helps out as much as possible. And just make sure you don't miss anything because uh, we do post regularly and... You can always see you, always see you, the next guest who's coming on. So, um, yeah, just make sure you're following that at the non-league treatment room. Um, and uh, if you see us, say hello, because we've been to a few games already, haven't we? Yeah. And we've got a few more planned in. So if you see us, come and say hello, as uh, we like to meet everyone here. Um, but a good one today. I'm looking forward to this one. It's my two favourite things, football, comedy, yeah. together. <laughs> what a combination you know what I mean? combination it's it's what every man surely loves yeah football comedy bosh unless you're really boring unless you are yeah um but we're going to introduce him <clears throat> as i know he's eagerly waiting to come in um so in the treatment room today we have a comedian and england and england partially sighted futsal player he's either making people laugh with his jokes or cheering him on the football pitch he's here to tell us his story please welcome josh Pugh. evening josh how are you mate good evening lads yeah i'm good thanks for having me this is um this is so close to my house, you know, this is. Yeah? I literally, I've, it's took me like three minutes to get here. And I've walked here in an England tracksuit. Like <laughs> uh, the yeah, closest I'll guest. Up for you, yeah. No, no comments on the way round there from anyone. <laughs> no, I've come the, come the, the uh, quiet way round. <laughs> the closest guest we've ever had. Yeah? Must be. And I was late. Sorry, lads. You were, yeah. Um, what, did you, what did you think of that? Football, comedy? Yeah, that was good, Andy. You've got a career in broadcasting. I've got no, I've got no doubt about that, mate. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a weird mix, really, comedy and, and football. It's kind of um, I try and keep. I don't know. I kind of when I'm playing football, I try and keep comedy out out of it. You know what I mean? When I'm yeah. with a team, you know, it's kind of try and be football. Um, but yes, it's a weird mix. It's it's a weird mix. We always start the pod with um, what does football mean to you. Um, I'm going to add a little bit more. I'm going to say, what does football mean to you? But also, what does comedy mean to you? Wow, that's big. That's a big question. So, uh, football, it, I've, my relationship with football has changed over the years massively, as we're sure we'll get into. Um, my relationship with football now is I absolutely love football. I love 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 watching football. I love, um, you know, listen, listen to podcasts, listen to this podcast, you know, kind of... I just love playing, watching, 
I've just finished the Beckham documentary. Oh, yeah. what a documentary! Oh my is. god, it just took me back. You know, I kind of grew up with yeah. watching Beckham and all that, and it's just you know, it's, it's my whole childhood is wrapped up in that documentary. Um, and football's given given me so much. It's given me good times and bad times, but it's um, I imagine I couldn't imagine a world without it really. Yeah. And and same same with comedy. I've I've always loved comedy from a kid. I loved. I think I remember it being like it's a year two. And somebody's saying, oh, you're going to be a comedian when you're older. And I can remember them saying it. And I kind of always wanted to do it. And then when I got to like 24, I thought, fuck it, come on, have, have a go. And yeah, then, yeah so here we are. My, my question to you is, Josh, what came first, football or comedy? Fo- football, football. I fell in love with football. Like any kid, you know, like any, um, any, any, well, most young boys and girls. I kind of, you're in 96 was my first I can remember. Yeah. I can remember Paborski chipping the keeper. Was it Schmeichel? Chip Schmeichel. Yeah. Um, and then I can remember the the what am I doing here? I'm gesturing, <laughs> doing a physical. I remember the dentist chair, Gaz's dentist oh, yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a t-shirt with the United Six emblem on. And I remember getting Puma Kings and oh yeah, yeah, class boots and and kind of going and. And, and joining other some Rangers, but before it was even, you know, when you joined so young, I was like one of the first kids, as soon as there was a session on, I could access, because my eight, you know, I, I was there. Yeah. Um, before it's even a team, before it's, you know, it's just a group. And I just, I absolutely loved it. I'd be kicking the ball against the wall all day, dribbling, you know, absolutely fo- football mad for, for my kid, really. Who do you, who do you follow? Do you, fo- do you follow a team? So I do, so I guess, so I grew up as a United fan. My granddad's a big United fan. And I'd say when I got to adulthood, maybe 18, 17, 18, I completely fell out of love with Man United. I, the, the I, I kind of, when Fergie finished and it was kind of, it, I kind of followed them because I had to, because my granddad and I loved, you know, the class of 92 and all that. Mm. And then I had a big period of being a neutral and not really being bothered. And then when I had my little boy, so my boy's two in December, we're, we're Cov City fans. Yes. Love that. Yeah, so, you know, I just wanted somewhere I can take him. And, yeah. And, mate, I'm well into it. I'm watching, like, Sky Blues Unseen on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm bloody looking at some le- new left-backs Instagram. I'm, yeah. I'm absolutely I'm obsessed with them, mate. I, lo- I love it. But I think we're going to go to uh, West Brom in a couple of weeks. That's yeah, awesome. lovely. Oh, is it baggies? Yeah, yeah. I was well, the same as you, though. I was uh, growing up, brother, dad, Man United fans, mm. And then I met a lad who's my best mate now, and he took me to the Albion. And ever since then, yeah, because it was hard to get to Old Trafford back then. Yeah, same, same yeah. thing, man. And it, 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 when he took me there, I fell in love with it. Absolutely fell in love with it. And then not been to as many games as I'd like because obviously football takes up weekends for me. But I completely agree with you, mate. It's um, I do, we, I've always worked in Coventry as well. Really, when I had a, a day job, I'd always worked in Coventry, like travelling around Coventry, yeah. all the areas and. The people and the act, it's such a strange act. Well, sing about it. It's such a strange accent, and yeah. I kind of uh, I feel genuine like a affection for them. You know, I really I, want. I to... went to the playoff final last year, and it's probably the best. I know we lost, but it was the best moment. Like the the, the atmosphere was just unbelievable. Oh, I feel yeah. like they came out of nowhere. Honestly, Mark, Mark Robbins is unbelievable. Yeah, he's one of the best managers in the. He's unbelievable. Yeah, His he's... knowledge of that league when you hear him speak, it gives you so as a like um. As an interview as well, he's a great person to interview. I imagine he gives you so much. He mm. probably gives you more than he should, really. Yeah, he's he's great he, to listen to. They could be going through like a bad rut though, and it just doesn't. He doesn't like doesn't phase them, and they always come out of nowhere and do something. And yeah, like I say, he's got that much knowledge of the league. He knows what to expect. Or he's the fans stick by him as well, don't they? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I think it's because you know he's, he's done from such yeah. a... You can't knock someone who's done that, so... Yeah. And he, he saved, saved Fergie's job, so it all kind of, yeah. all kind of comes around, doesn't it? Yeah. It does, yeah. No, um, no Man United players on loan, though. No, no. Well, they're all rubbish anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what about non-league? Uh, you said you've been in like Aberston and that. Yeah, I've always lived in Aberston. <clears throat> Did you ever come down to watch Aberston? Yeah, I used to watch. I remember when they had us, it was like, um, we were just mentioning Roy Dunkley then before we, yeah. before we tuned in. He was scoring so many goals. I would have been like year 10, 11. And he just, just always scored. He'd score like four in a game. Mm. He had, remember he had these uh, blue vapours, like these silver blue vapours. Yeah. Remember vapours and you can get, yeah. the, get the stickers, look, yeah. you get, come with them. <laughs> and um, he, I remember he saying, saying he opened Aldi because we had his response by Aldi, cut the ribbon down at Aldi. <laughs> cut the ribbon. <laughs> That's probably the biggest moment in the yeah. Yeah. Um oh, Aldi's class. You come in yeah. here, Roy, you can get whatever you want. <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I was in town. And, but I did watch... Um, my dad's from Hartsell. He took me to um, a Nuneaton Borough game when it was the Borough at the old, the old Bairn, where the Bear and Ragged staff. Yeah. So I didn't sit in the Bear and Ragged staff. I was in the standing bit. Yeah. It was a great Beaumont ground. Way. Yeah. Beaumont Way it was. And it was, um, that was a great little ground back then. And Terry Angus was playing. And yeah. Jez, I think Jez Murphy was playing on that. Legends. Yeah, legend, so, yeah. legend names they are. Yeah. Um, I want to take you back to the early life. Um, how was it for you growing up? Um, and if you can talk about, for, for people who don't know, like um, you had been diagnosed with ocular albinism and nystagmus as a child. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's, well there, that's good it? research and, and <laughs> pronunciation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, this, you know, this is going to sound mental now. I, I didn't know. I, I did, so I, I can't see what, so what that means. I've got about, I've got about 15% vision is what, is what they say. Right. And it's worse when it's sunny. It's worse when I go from the dark to the light. But, but as a kid, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. And I just, um, I played for like, for like Rangers. And I went to school and all normally. And I was always, when it was small sided, I was always like a really good player. And then when it started getting to like, no, it wasn't, it went straight to 11 aside then. It wasn't nine aside. Mm. It was like seven aside. And I couldn't understand why I wasn't playing as well. Or when it was really sunny, I couldn't understand why I, I wasn't playing as well. And then I remember, um, I, I just kind of had this feeling I've got a, so one of our old managers at England, he used to, he was head of academy at Bolton and Allardyce was there. And he said, I've never, never released a player that didn't know it was coming. Never, never told a kid he wasn't good. We're not signing you. And they all all know. And so they didn't tell me to stop going to to, to Rangers. I just knew I can't do this anymore. And I just decided, I just fell out of football really. Um, And I remember my mum saying this word, partially sighted. I'm like, what? What's that mean? Like even now as an adult, it's hard to know what that means. Yeah. Really, you know, if you've never heard it before. Um, so I just stopped playing football for a long time. I, I, I joined a couple of other teams, and even now as an adult, if I try and so the, the sport we play, we play futsal. I'm not yeah. sure if you're familiar with yeah. futsal. It's the official small-sided it's indoor sports. Like you, it's the official FIFA mm. small-sided game. And so when I'd ever, it suits people with a visual impairment because it, if the distances are shorter. The, the light is taken out of the equation. So I, I joined these new teams. I'm like, I'll try new t-, And I go to training. And I just like dominating training because it was like a small, everything in training, everything small-sided, isn't it? And everyone's like, oh, we've got, we've got a player mm. here. Then I get to like playing 11 or so, and I just like couldn't, I don't know where the ball is. Yeah, I can't see it coming at me. Like, so if I'm watching, a bit, bit of context, so if I'm, so I'm watching the adders here, if I'm stood in, if I'm stood in the... Um, 
the snake pit here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can tell you if the right back's having a good game. But the left back, no left leads. back, no idea. Centre mid, no idea. As soon as it goes into that middle, I don't know what's happening really. Right. Okay. Did, did, did it affect you a lot as a kid, like Josh? Like, were you like struggling in a sense? Or? Yeah. Yeah, mate. Really, because well, you just that kid will just you know, a kid just loves football so much, and you can't do this thing you love. It's or you feel like you can't do this thing you love. It's you know you you gutted really, and at, at school, I couldn't access the board really. I couldn't, and it was different now. You know, look, if people. You know, now if someone's got, um, you know, ADHD or autism or a hearing impairment or visual impairment, it's kind of the knowledge is so much better and the sport is so much better. But this is kind of like early 90s. I think I was the only person in my school to have anything. Mm. Same when I went to high school, I was the only person to have anything. And um, I remember going for for meetings like with um, Mr. Mr. Gill, his name was at QE. And he was saying, oh, we don't think you should come here. We won't be able to help you. And it was like, oh, what do you mean? I can't come to school. Mm. Do yeah, you know like I mean? school way. Like your, yeah, your yeah, yeah. So it was, it was um, a lot of, but you know, I had, I had great mates. I always had great mates. I always had, and that's the great thing about football. Everyone, especially as a kid, kids don't care. They just want to, oh, well, you play football with me. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah that's all they're bothered about. Mm. Um, so with, with school and stuff, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd always sit next to somebody and they'd read off the board to me. And that's brilliant. You're just, just top people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but also, they, they, you know, genuine friendship, and I, I you know, I helped them. They helped me. Um, I always played football at school. Always played for the school teams. Always, you know, as a kid, you play football all the time at school. Yeah. You used to get there an hour early, like at high school. You get an hour. Like, school started at nine. You're there at eight to play football and against the year above or below. Or yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And when I think about it, actually. We'd play with a little ball that you could fit in your bag, yeah. and we'd play on the concrete, yeah. And that—that's futsal. That's, yeah, that's yeah, literally yeah, yeah. you're play, playing two hours of futsal every day, mm. really. Yeah. You know, before school, it's it, like it street football, isn't it? Yeah, like that. yeah. So I, although I fell out of organised football until I was like 17, 18, I was still playing. You know, if you add up the hours I was playing, yeah, I was still playing loads. And in that time, I tried other stuff. I tried boxing, rugby. I just didn't understand. Like I, I couldn't. I had this massive disadvantage mm. because my, my parents were young when they had me. Nobody really explained, you know, you can't, everybody else can see so much more than you. You're going to find this hard. Mm. I just wanted to, I just love sport. I, you know, like, like, like boxing and rugby and athletics. Yeah. You just wanted to do stuff. Just wanted to do stuff, yeah. yeah. And when you, you know, you, you, never, you don't overthink it when you're a kid, do you? You think, oh, yeah. I'll have a go at that. And that's, um, <clears throat> that's, that's brilliant. You had that. I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to find something I enjoy doing. I'm going to try all different things. And I think sometimes kids don't want to do that, do they? Yeah, uh, I obviously just really loved it. I think I just really loved it. And I wasn't, I wasn't deluded. I, I was, or, you know, when I'm, when I've, when it's on my terms a bit, when it's small sided or when it's, you know, you go to training indoors in the winter, I just, I'd, I'd like, I'm better than everybody. Yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't, I was having enough success when I was going yeah. to make me think, oh, you can't, Keep going, do you know what I mean? How did you find out about futsal then, Josh? Just completely, like incidentally really. So the um, the England captain, so the England party side captain, John McDougall, he lives, he basically lives in Sheldon. Okay. And I was playing in a seven-a-side thing, like a charity thing, and he was he was playing and he found out about me, he came to chat to me. It's like, oh, you know, there's an England team. I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so I was like 19 then. So um, he kind of got me in for like a, 
like a training weekend. It was at Lillishaw. I don't know if you've ever been to yep. Lillishaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's magic, isn't it? Magic place. Yeah. You've got like, the Stone Lions, and I think it's where England were based at six, during '66. Yeah. 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 So is that like, that's that's the old now it's St George's, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So it's St George's that... now, but Lillishaw. And actually, I still like Lillishaw. I still very occasionally have to go to Lillishaw, and I, there's something about it, you know. Special. I did my coaching badges there. I did. Think of yeah. the players that have been there. Yeah, it's mad. Is that what I mean? Well, yeah. When I was there, I went with the college team. Sorry to cut you up, but I went with the college team, and we did all our coaching badges. We were basically their crash dummies yeah. so we on our course we had Ryan Giggs Gary Neville Stefan Oncho <laughs> yeah. Gianfranco Zola yeah. and I'm stood there yeah. and I'm like yeah. and only going to Solskjaer get his boots yeah. at, the yeah. end, at the end of the wow. week yeah I've still got them at home yeah that's mad he said to me you best wear them and I did and now I've absolutely fucked them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing them but Lily Shaw it was a carpet mate as well it was oh, the, 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 the cafeteria brilliant. was yeah. brilliant yeah everything and um so when I was 19 and I had no idea what to expect. I'd never really met anybody else that couldn't see well before. And, you know, the players were so good. They were so far ahead of me because they'd all kind of, they're all, they're all, they're, all, they're either, because I, I was born with it. I kind of, I dropped out of football a bit. Mm. Whereas a lot of those guys, they acquired their visual impairment, which in some ways it's harder because that's a difficult thing to deal with right. but at the same time they've had more formal coaching they've played more um, and, you know and kind of so I was just off it I was just off the pace really I was 19 and kind of but I loved it and I'd been exposed to it and I kind of went away and got myself I wasn't fit I wasn't an athlete you know I kind of because I was so new to it I didn't know what it was really but once I'd seen it I thought oh yeah I want, I want that really and then I think I went back when I was like 21 maybe and I was a bit closer to it. Yeah. And I got on standby for the uh, World Championships in 2012 in Turkey. And I was one of our players, Chris Holland. I don't know if you know about this guy. So he, he played for Newcastle. He made his debut in the Premier League on the same day as David Beckham. Oh, okay. And he set, he set two goals up and he was in the, he's in the paper. Like Beckham's write-up was that and his write-up was like oh, that yeah. big. And um, he was involved in an acid attack just coincidentally, <laughs> nothing to do with him. And he, he lost the sight in one of his eyes and a bit of sight in his other yeah. eye. So he dropped down. I think he played for Blues and Huddersfield. And he was, when he came to us, he yeah, hadn't heard of it. He was at Geisley. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I wish I'd found this ten years earlier. And he was at Lillishaw with the under whatever. Yeah. And then he eventually got his England cap thirty-eight for us. So it's a bit of a mad journey. But he, guys, they got to the playoffs, so he had to withdraw from the squad. So I got called up off standby. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, I was watching filming like my ex misses, and the phone went. I was <laughs> like, oh, I've got to put these. Uh, Put these Doritos away. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in the English yeah. squad. Yeah. So when, so when you were in between and you were like going there, and then you said you weren't quite ready and you were yeah. coming back. What were you doing in between? How were you training? Like, what? Who were you training with and stuff? Yeah. Like that? So I played. So I, I, I didn't even know about futsal until then. So then I, I trained with her and played for a, a Birmingham futsal team. Um, so that's in the oh. national league. So that's kind of. The, the league's got so much better now. So if I was to play for a team now, I'd probably be like tier two. Okay. Because the standard, more people play futsal, people, more people know what futsal is. Whereas then, that was not like the top league of futsal. So I played in that, and that was great. You know, we had good... Remember Richard Sneakers played for the, for the yeah, team? Yeah, yeah, He was unbelievable. West Brom he, he was unbelievable. Like, yeah. He was old then as well. He had like long hair. He, he, was, he was class. Um, so they, they have... They have clubs and like leagues then for for futsal because that's the one that we got down here. Is that yeah? So the national national futsal league. It's on a Sunday, so that players that play for Saturday teams 
can, can play it. Oh, okay, right, but, yeah. but I actually think it's a different sport, really. I don't know. Sometimes you'll get a footballer come to futsal, and they're just un- unreal. Yeah, they're just better. Yeah, they're just they're just better players. You know, mm. but sometimes a, a futsal team. You know, if you took if you took four really good non-league players, a futsal team would beat them just on knowledge. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. there is so many rules. Yeah, and just kind of the, the game's different, but. I always think if you've got really good non-league players and had some time with them, they would, they'd would they be better, I think. But that's, the futsal community would hate me saying that. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. used a lot in training and stuff, isn't it? Like, yeah. you, the, you, like typical South American teams are very, very good at futsal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all we, that passing, isn't yeah, it? Small, we small areas, it? We used it? to do it on a Friday night. So Ross and Adam ran it. ID futsal, it was called. The goals are a lot tighter and yeah. higher. Yeah, like hockey goals. <laughs> yeah. Hockey goal, yeah. And the ball is heavy. So oh, it's okay. hard. You can't lift. You can't. When they lift it off the floor, it's mainly a scoop. It's a scoop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, it's it's so, like you can't. You rarely see a top bins goal. And it's no. it's massive in other countries. Like if you if you go to like if you went to Tenerife on holiday on the transfer on the on the transfer from the airport to your hotel. Yeah. You probably see twenty futsal courts. Yeah. Because really? that's you know there's not grass. You know in these hot countries grass doesn't grow. So there's loads of. You know, it's just like, and we've got them really in this country now. We've got, you know, like the the multi-purpose, yeah, yeah, concrete things. Yeah. They're, they're little futsal courts, really. Yeah, when it's yeah, too yeah. Muddy. Do you do um, you have positions, Josh? Or it's not? N- very loose positions. Yeah, you kind of you'll have um, a lot of teams have like a pivot, which is like a striker, like a top man. Oh, okay. Uh, and you have like a what they call a fix, which is like a back man. And yeah, but every team's different. Or you play like a a four-zero, so everybody's moving all the time. Um, it's so physically demanding it's so hard you'll be on for like four minutes and then off it's like a roll on roll yeah. off and like you have um, time limits on the outside as well isn't it you've got certain yeah you have four to seconds to get in. the ball back in it's play mad. yeah, yeah. So it's a bit like in that sort of sense where you're saying it's very demanding like say a bit like ice hockey where you come on you give it everything yeah and you come off like, and have a rest yeah, and, then and, you, you, have, and you have like specialist players as well or you yeah. have like um and there's also like a, a team foul element. So after five fouls, every consecutive foul is a ten meter penalty. Yeah. So you'll get to you know you'll get to five fouls and you put your dribblers on because you want you want to get a sixth foul and get a, yeah. so it's great to watch. That's it's mental. Isn't it, it's it's really good to watch. And um, B, BT cover a lot of the the league now in the. I think I did UK, see yeah. some actually. Yeah, I did see some. Like big, big university sport. It's yeah. quite a big university sport. Um, and also the great thing you only need five players to. Play, do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like so. Um, it's a great sport, but I, and I never would have found it. You know, I kind of, and it doesn't even suit me. Futsal doesn't. It, that's just the, the format of the game that the visually impaired mm. players play. You know, I sometimes I, I play a couple of games eleven aside for like Sunday league sometimes, and it's so hard. But yeah. I'm alright when I've got the ball and I'm fit. But I, obviously, I can't see the ball in the air. I can't see it from a corner. Mm. But because I'm quite a big lad, really, I'm quite tall. If I go in like the uh, opposition's box, they all start marking. They start panicking. Yeah. Like, oh, you've got absolutely nothing to worry about. Here. What, what position would you say you are in eleven aside? Then I'd probably have. Well, I'd have to play centre mid just because I'm in the middle. There. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and it's not getting switched to me. Every, the distances are a bit shorter in in the middle. Mm. Yeah. What about what, futsal? Futsal, I'm like a back player in futsal. Yeah. yeah. So where did like, the England journey start then and how did that all come about? You did mention a bit about the England journey, but sort of from the start, how did that come about and, 
and what did you have to do to yeah so it's kind of um, as I say it's through the, 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 the captain John who still plays now he's like 35 I'm 34 we're the oldest players by and back then we were the youngest we were like he was like 22 I was like 21 mm. um, and we were the older it's scary mate but um so he kind of introduced me to it and then I went to a training weekend at Lewishaw and I kind of wasn't at that level yet so I kind of had to work, go away and play, basically play futsal and learn futsal. Yeah. So I did that and we obviously I played with the mainstream team and played with the sighted team um, and I played in, the, you know, played in the league, played in the, the National League which is like the top league of futsal in you know, the country. And just, I just hammered it, mate. Just really went for it, really got fit. Obviously, you have, it's like a sports science mm. programme and and all that stuff. So they're giving you the best chance. And then basically just kept kept turning up, really. So the same as I did when I was a kid. I just kind of kept going. And I didn't get selected for the first two tournaments. And the third one, I got called off standby. Yeah. And then at that tournament, so it was, I remember it was in... Um, I was so, so proud. I kind of had my, my tracksuit on. Uh, and um, at my nan's actually my nan and granddad's and like, had the car pick me up take me to the airport that's crazy yeah, it's, it's, it's unbelievable mate and then um, it was just such an amazing thing but also as a young guy there 22 21 whatever I was I'd not really accepted my disability really I'd not really accepted my condition um, so I'd, I'd see I'd, be, I'd have the gear on at the airport and I'd have people come up to me oh what squad are you and I, I was I was embarrassed I'm ashamed to say now but I, I was wasn't mature enough to say we're the England party started team this is what it is I was like oh, I'd say we're the under 21s <laughs> really? but now when it got, I got to look I couldn't get away with that now but um, <laughs> but now I see our young lads now we've got like a lad Liam Spinks he's like 19 I was at the airport the same thing happened to him and he just he told, told him exactly what we were mm. and I thought that has come so far yeah, from yeah. when I was playing and um, my little lad he plays like he's fucking two years old but he, he goes to like this little kickers thing and when they sent the form to like sign him up and get your details or whatever, get your money basically. Yeah. Um, the second, so it's name next to kin and then the next question was any disabilities or health conditions and I think that has come so far from when yeah, I was a yeah, kid. Yeah. It's amazing really and you know the, the FA, they support support various impairment teams. There's like the CPs, there's deaf men, deaf women, blind men, blind women, power chair. Um, a lot of the deaf lads play in kind of around this level actually yeah um, yeah well we have actually Pershaw yeah is it Pershaw yeah. or Studley yeah. was that weren't he I can't uh, remember Pershaw. his name um, he was playing he, he was he... a striker there weren't he because when Averston played yeah. um, I'm pretty sure it was it's not Pershaw or Studley Pershaw mate yeah. and it, he, he didn't turn up did he because he was away with the uh, his national team was it? I don't think he played for England did, did he not he? play for England no yeah. he played for a different country yeah, he's, um, there's yeah. a lad called Harry Borman who's he lives in Hinkley I think he was he was going to sign for the Allies at one point, but he he went somewhere else over yeah over Leicester yeah and um, so yeah it's kind of and we all go every January we go to Tenerife warm weather training oh it's unbelievable mate <laughs> so we have all the impairment squads together for a week obviously we train we don't we don't really play with each other really yeah but you kind of do your fitness stuff together and. It's it's great, you know, to meet people and you hear yeah. like the the deaf lads' stories, like some of the stuff they get into, like because they play elevens. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, yeah. They, they'll play like yeah. you know they'll play non-league and yeah, yeah. You hear about incidents with other players and referees and you just think like some of the stuff people have gone through. Yeah. But I remember being on my doing my level two and like the tutors just being dicks like FA. This is like ten years ago. I just got the impression like you you don't want me here. You just mm. I was just. A, the fact that to make something a bit bigger or explain something, and I'm so easy going as well. I'm so easy. I don't really want any extra help. 
and it was just so backwards. I thought this has got so far to go, but it was it's better than it's ever been now. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, no, it's Even getting asked on stuff like this, you know, this wouldn't have happened. I mean, podcast didn't exist back then, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's great, mate. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's that's class. Quick message about one of our sponsors, Tread. Tread offer top quality grip socks for all types of sport, available in a range of different colours. Tread won't let you slip. Check the link out in our bio on social media or check out treadsocks.com and use code podcast at checkout for 10% discount. So going into like, would you call it camps with England? Yeah, yeah, camps, yeah. Talk us through one of them. What's that like? So it's it's changing all the time, but typically we meet on the Friday. Yeah. So at St. George's, which is, you know... The whole reason St George's is in Burton is because it's central for Smart people bank, and it's yeah. brilliant for me, do you know what I mean? Do you so, have the, sorry, I know I'm just going to put in here, but do you have the same as what the first team have, like a car come picks you up? Four tournaments, yeah. And then they take them and, you know, you watch the England videos and you see like Jude Bellingham rocking all up. Coming and, out, so all yeah, coming out, so yeah, to the cameraman. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we do for tournaments. Okay. But the expectation is you, you turn up, you have to have, you have, to have your, your gear on. Um, you, you check in and you, have, you do your medical check-ins you know your, your doctor physio and we train on the Friday you recover afterwards so that's like that's like your foam roller in and yeah. pool and stretching and then you have a dinner the dip food's incredible <laughs> and then um, the team meeting bed up the next morning and then we'll train lunch game against we always play a sighted team obviously we have all the We've got all the best partially sighted players, so yeah. we we play sighted teams to bring like a I don't know like a, a Saturday team in or a futsal team. As futsal's got bigger, we play more futsal teams. Yeah. It used to be we play more academies and okay. like non-league teams, yeah. but now as futsal's grown, you know you could get um, we played like Preston under 19s once, and they were, you know they were good players obviously, but they weren't they weren't futsal players, no. so it's pointless. Um, play on the Saturday afternoon, review the game Saturday night. Sunday morning, another game against a different opposition. Then disperse, <laughs> leave, basically yeah. go home about mid- midday. Um, How often does that happen? So it depends. So we're about about once a month now. It? it was a bit more sparse than that, but um, yes, it's about once a month now. Building up to a tournament, it might even be twice a month. Okay. And then obviously, it's players' responsibilities to go and then play for a team. Then okay, but I'm a bit of a Jason McIntyre at the minute. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of I haven't played in the the futsal league for about for about 18 months just because oh, okay. I've got so busy with work yeah. so I'm kind of just relying on being fit knowing the game and being experienced but I should and I will is it, is it so not I'm, the same and do they not like come and watch your games and like not really because the, the Wood were the newer player the Wood, the wood were the newer player yeah. um, and the great thing about futsal is a lot of it's at a centralised venue and all the games happening on one day so coaches staff can go they could see like three or four yeah, players yeah yeah um, so, so yeah but there is you know it's not good like I don't I'm mm. not playing for a team I've just been so busy with work making yeah. excuses but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're sort of like you're giving that same treatment as you as if you were like a first team yeah player you know you, you do the anthem and you get your caps and you wow. you know and there's proud a, moment yeah yeah they're very proud also there's an expectation you've got to you've got to look the part do you know I mean you've got to yeah, it's 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 proper. You know everything you could imagine. You know you you get your, your pendants and you swap it with people, and yeah. you know you're on the 
it's brilliant. It's an England team, you know. It's so mm. prof- it's so professional, and the medical support and and all that. It's it's amazing. Is is there a team that you come up against, Josh? That you're like fucking out. We've got these again. Who are like tough or yeah. So so Ukraine have dominated our our sport for probably ten years, and before that, Belarus dominated, and uh, Ukraine actually dominate a lot of the power sports. Yeah, I think the real put a lot of a. Uh, Emphasis on on power sports. Also, you know, with uh, with with power sports, a lot of the countries that are successful in it are either the ones with massive resources like us, yeah, or the ones that um, have recently been at war. As sad as, sad as that sounds, you know, kind mm. of that's how people, you know, come to come to the sports sometimes. Um, so yeah, Ukraine are tough. Belarus were really tough to play against. Um, Spain, obviously, a big futsal nation. They're yeah. really difficult. Um, but then we used to play Ireland boys like Barnstormers because obviously they, they hated us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, but everybody hates England because we've got, you know, our, our program so much better than everybody else's. We have so much more money spent on it. Mm. We've got all the gear. Like they must think we get a brand new kit with tags on every single game. Like yeah. you're taking a tag off the game with your name on the base. Like we've got so much money and resources compared to some of the other nations everybody wants to beat us yeah but that's good though. that's good in a way though for, for England because it means that they care about and they want to yeah England, England, mate, England the FA the FA want to do well for the, for the yeah, country totally, totally. Um, we have a lot of players and managers who come on and they talk about how important the changing rooms are with big characters and experienced players and just having that camaraderie of 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 a team, basically. Yeah. Is that the same for, for for you for you in England, and and is that just as important as well in terms of yeah, team, team? Yeah, definitely, morale? definitely, and actually, um, maybe even more so because there's an extra element of, you know, some lads can see better than other lads. You've got obviously we have sighted goalkeepers, and so the the dynamic is a bit interesting. Sometimes we'll go to like um, you have a long flight. We went to Japan in like 2013. And it was a long flight, and then you get there, and like nobody can read the labels what the food is. You're knackered, and like you're getting the goalkeeper to like, mate, what's this? Mm. And, like everyone's like, he's tired as well. Um, he could be telling you anything as well. Like, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is this. Yeah, you can get away with anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, oh, oh, definitely. And actually, as, as a person, I, I actually find it quite hard being with a group of men for that long. You know, you kind of. You're in each other's pockets for ten days. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh god, I need to, I need to go for a walk. Yeah, have you yeah. got a certain roommate, Josh, that you room with every time? Or um, I have now. Yes, yeah, so I'm with John now. But as a senior player, sometimes you get put with a younger lad to like, oh, oh keep an eye on him and that, which yeah. is good. But also, it's it's like another little job. Yeah, you're not, you're not getting loads of downtime really. Looking after him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're like, I'm getting all the, the gear and all this. You're so excited to get all the gear and. We played like an exhibition match once before we flew out to Turkey, I think it was. And one of the we played like played some team, and then this school was watching. It was like a school, and um, one of the lads come back into changing with his no, with his, he's giving his England shirt to one of the kids. Yeah. So he's back in there, and the manager's like, "Kev, where's your where's your top?" He's like, "I'll give it to one of the kids." He's like, "Who the hell do you think you're?" <laughs> get it. He had to go and get the shirt back off. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's great, mate. But uh, is there a lot of like? Um, jokiness or or like surely you're the topic in a changing room surely people are looking to you to be the laugher and the joker being a comedian yeah, as yes well. yes and no but actually and I think a lot of comedians like this 
same as same as this at school really I will know don't no don't do that yeah or like do, this is how far you can push it yeah before you either A get in trouble to actually upset that person yeah so that's I'm actually like the uh, good cop really oh. yeah so I'm like it yeah that, that's my that's my so job. like they never get you to like like a quiet day or quiet evening and never go come on Josh do a bit of stand up for us <laughs> not Mate. stand up I'm in charge of the quizzes oh yeah I'm in charge if we do a quiz Ooh, love a good quiz do, a, do the quiz um, or we you know what we play is a, you ever played the wolf game no, no. It's, did you say the show Traitors yeah, yeah a great it, yeah. program it's basically that in, in the team meeting so you have your team meeting oh, okay. and then you, the, the manager comes around one by one and says are oh, you a wolf you're a villager right, and okay. the game is to decide for who the the villagers are, and it's great. It brings like staff and players. It's together. like mafia. It's like yeah, yeah. I think there's quite mafia. a lot of names. Yeah, it's exactly yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so that's that's a good laugh. And then on your downtime, obviously, you, you go for walks, and it can be quite boring. I actually love it. I, you know, you're living like an athlete, but it can, it could be for if for the right for certain personality, it could be quite a boring mm. existence, really. So let you have like a drink in that. Like go on night like, nights out and stuff. Uh, no, maybe on the last night if there's a dinner, you can have a, a wine. But we, we, we are in, then we are English. If, we, if the letters lose, we would. <laughs> we would lose, yeah. That's unbelievable. That is it. Be like Gazza doing a dentist. Oh, chair, like. yeah. Can yeah. you imagine reenacting? Yeah. I mean, play, I mean, playing. You know, if you're pissed up the next day, I mean, I'll do it most Sundays because I still play on yeah. Sundays. It's hard. But imagine playing futsal while you're pissed up. Like, it must be the hardest thing oh, in yeah, the world you, the next you, day. You just, just, it's in, you can't spit. You, you know, it's... Um, yeah. yeah, they're the little things, yeah, ain't yeah. they? Um, do you hear me tell the, the Southgate story? I've told, I, I said this on TV once about... Um, before we flew out somewhere, our old manager, Graham Keeley, he's like, he was really high up in the FA coaching. A, mate, a brilliant manager and stuff. And he was mentoring Gareth Southgate in his A licence. Okay. He's in Manchester. And... Um, so we've come down for dinner in, in, in a hotel in Manchester and this guy's there like shirt, trousers yeah. um, and the, Graham the manager's going oh this is lads this is Gareth no surname we're all visually <laughs> impaired we can't we've not seen his face this is Gareth and we're like oh yeah nice one nobody give him, nobody, nobody give him anything uh, we all thought he was um, like staff at the hotel we thought he was like a manager <laughs> one lads was going to ask him about a towel he's having problems with towels in his room <laughs> And he said, lads, do you want to speak to Gareth Sapp? Well, oh, Gareth Sapp, Gareth Sapp. <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, God. You've yeah. got to need a surname. You've got to put a surname on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Imagine that if you started like, asking about... Imagine if you started asking, uh, answering your back and I go, yeah, I'll sort the towels out. Don't <laughs> he probably won't. Yeah, he's a nice, <laughs> nice chap. Yeah. Like, I was, I was going to ask you, you know when you were at St. George's Park, did you yeah. bump into... Yeah, it, it depends who was there, mate. It's... Um, it's quite, it's quite surreal, really. Because I was saying, you know what you're saying about Lillishaw, courses and stuff. Fabregas was doing his A licence, and um, the word got around that Fabregas was there, and then like, we all sat in the changing rooms, and um, the manager was like, oh, someone's doing, here doing their A licence, I want to come and see what oh, it's uh, <laughs> Fab- can be Fabregas. And um, it was it was Heskey, <laughs> and he was class, and we loved him. Yeah. But we were expecting Fabregas. Yeah. We didn't know Heskey was there, but he was he was brilliant, mate. Heskey he was he was and um, Joe Paul Williams. Yeah he, yeah, he works there. He was he was there, and you see all these you see all these people. It's um, it's really nice, and all de- sometimes you're there with the first team there. Harry Kane's. I've been there, and Harry Kane's yeah, there. Yeah. And That's good that they do that. Like they make it. Not like, oh, it's the first in this week, or no one else can come here. It's like yeah. St. George's bring everyone together. Yeah, like, yeah. 
like you got under 21s first team partially sighted teams yeah. and, and like you mentioned all the other teams like and as you come say, along you, like. they ask, you say do they ever ask me to do stand up but actually what they ask me to do a lot of the times when a team's away at a tournament every other team will send a video message yeah. so we'll send a video message to like the, the women when they're in Australia yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah and I'm like as if as if bloody Harry Kane's watching me like good luck Harry Kane <laughs> <laughs> um, imagine if you rocked up one training session and they're like right lads we've got an exhibition game for you today and there's five England players oh mate you reckon you, you reckon you pop them off the park I wouldn't have thought so no <laughs> no I don't know the, the only you know what the only impairment team that would beat the England first team would be blind football if you put you know, you could put Bellingham in the blindfold and he'd be as terrible as we'd all be. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's completely... You, you tried it, Josh? Never, ever tried it, mate. No, I, w- I would like to try it. Um, it's like the little ball in the ball, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when you see that, mate, it's, it's unbelievable. Oh. So, so they, they were in Tenerife with us when we were doing the warm weather stuff. And obviously, they, they don't have cones, obviously, because they can't see the cones. So they'll yeah. have... A, a man standing there being oh, like, yeah, okay. yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. And, mate, they'll sprint, they'll get like an inch away from you, like shuffle around you and sprint back. And like, it's that, 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 that their auditory skills are so good. I tell you what, you, you, if you're that person stood there oh, and someone's running full yeah. power towards you. Well, somebody had never done it before, actually. It's just like, um, just a member of like admin staff were there and they just picked up like a, a, a ball with a bell in it and were just like messing with it. And obviously, one of the lads just ran straight. Like, oh. like, you, like, you can't pick a ball up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come and try. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's mad, really. It's, it's great to see all the different squads and out and how they're playing stuff. It's it's brilliant. I seen a weird one the other day. To be fair, um, on bikes. So they're on the bike. <laughs> they're on bikes, and there's a football, and they're like skidding and putting it in the top bins. <laughs> Honestly, I swear what? to God, could you looking at me like I'm a weirdo. I swear to God, mate. It, I can't remember what it's called. I don't know if it's called bike football, <laughs> but they're all on bikes and it's like they're scared. Mate, it's mad. What, it, England or just... I don't know if it was country. That can't go international, surely. <laughs> but honestly, it, it's just, it, loads of things are popping up now. Though. Like, yeah, I remember not long fair. ago, the last day, it was yeah. skateboarding. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. like what the fuck's Mate, this one, someone did it on a stag do. Electric shock football. Oh, so God, somebody, yeah. So everyone's like, it's five-a-side, and so everyone's got like a little oh, yeah. hand on. And somebody can just... You can just shock each other. You see loads now. You see in in the uh, in like Spain and and Mexico, they do the Zorb football, but then they put like a bull in the ring. That's insane. Oh my god! It's just mad, mad. honestly some of this stuff that you see on social media now. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And we want we want to talk about the World Championship. The summer just gone. Yeah, of twenty twenty three. Obviously, very recent. Uh, but you came runners up, didn't you? Losing yeah. out to Ukraine, a massive tournament, massive as it was on home soil as well, weren't it? It was, yeah. It was, um, um, <laughs> it was up the road. It was actually in Warsaw, of all places. So it's like, it's the first time really my family had seen me play in international games. They've been to a couple of things against France, but the first time they'd experienced a tournament. And the support we had was unbelievable. We had, um, there's a documentary actually going on BT Sport in January. Oh, really? that's cool. Um, and that's actually around James Owen, who's Mark Lowen's son. He's got a, an eye condition. And so Mark Lowen kind of was coming to see if he might like to do that or whatever. Um, and it was just amazing. Yeah. So, but you, so we were three, we were three, two up with 40 seconds to go. Oh my God, that's horrible. And it finished four, three. How? That's how quick it can change. That's how quick it? it can change. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a weird tournament for me personally as well, because obviously I'm kind of, you know, I'm 34 
So you, you know, the, I, I can, I'm kind of play, getting less and less minutes, and mm-hmm. your, your role in the squad changes, and you just kind of have to be ready. And I remember look, there used to be tournaments where I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't come off, or I'd, you know, I'd, I'd barely, you know, I'd barely get a rest. And you get all the, you get all the physios time, you get all the mm-hmm. recovery time. But then as you get older, you've still got so much to offer, but you're physically you just can't be on for as long yeah when um, would you say you were at your peak then when you were playing your best futsal job probably like three or four years ago but even, I mean even that you know I still play well now but just the the, the minutes is just yeah. smaller and that's a great thing about futsal you can just come off and mm. um, take a breather but also the squad's moved on you know and that's how it should be you should be you should be struggling to be in it you, know, you should yeah, be struggling yeah. like it's, you know if I was still one of the best players now, 34. We've done something wrong over the last yeah. 10 years. So, When do you think uh, will be the time to hang up the futsal trainers, Josh? Uh, I don't know, mate. I've had a couple of thoughts about it. Um, but I've, I've still got plenty left, I think. Yeah. I've still got a couple of years left. The, ju- the only thing is the um, is my work, as I'm sure we'll get onto. It's, you know, it's yeah. so yeah. busy and, and uh, you know, I wouldn't want to... I wouldn't want to hang around and keep the place of a, a young player if I'm just there doing... Yeah, absolutely. And not, and not committing mm. to the... So as long as I can do it and do it properly, yeah. I'll, I'll do it. When um, how, is the World Championships every every year? It's every well, it's, it's every two years, I think. Is it? I think so, it's how, every, so how many have you done then? You didn't. Well, I can't even. Yeah, can't so what, so yeah, every two years. Obviously, we lost a bit through COVID. Yeah. Um, usually alternates World Championships, European Championships, okay. and sometimes it'll be like a year with nothing, and it'll be like you do a quad nations or you'll do friendlies. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've, we played all over really I, I just um, I came into this, one of the one of the tournaments I didn't go to I didn't get selected for in the early days was um, Argentina oh. I would have loved to have gone there that sounded mm, yeah. that sounded mad I think they had it where Argentina were were 5-4 with 20 seconds to go and we used to have a player called Hugo Costa who played for Benfica and he lost his eye and he um, you know, dribbled past everybody and scored and like, ran off shouting in Portuguese and it was fine I would have loved to have been there but mm. yeah I was going to say, is it still the same, like, well, you probably will be, but I want to ask the question. You, like, give other players shit in that, Josh, as well, like, when you're playing, like, is it quite nasty? Because it's so tight and so, you know, quick. Yeah, you know, everyone, everyone can, everyone can, it's like anything, it's literally like any, any sport, you know, you see it, look, some of my mates does play walking football. Yeah. And the, and that is still the same. It's, yeah. There's always an edge to, to it, isn't there? It's, um, Desire to win. Yeah, yeah. But I'm quite, I'm soft really. Like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm as tough as I need to be, but I'm yeah. not, um, there's no, never any malice in, in me or I would never get into an exchange with a player. I just kind mm. of like, uh, like firm, but soft. If that makes sense. <laughs> but just a bit, you've got to be a bit emotional, yeah. especially again, like futsal, because there's something's happening all the time. If you, yeah. if you spend one second arguing with the referee, they've taken it and had yeah, a shot. Yeah, yeah. You haven't got time, you know, the ball's always in play. Yeah. You haven't got time to let emotions. Oh, I'd love to come and watch a game, I would. Oh, it's great. And actually, if you go on my link tree, the final is on my, my link tree and there's all the, from the, from the, yeah. from the world, yeah. So there's, there's some good stuff. Great uh, game. How yeah. would you say you played in the final, Josh? Uh, did did a job, yeah. Did a did a job. Played well. Um, it's a weird game for a player like me because I'm I'm used as a defensive player, right? So when we're losing, when we're chasing the game, I'm involved less. Yeah. Whereas when I'm winning, I'm, we're involved. I'm involved more. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was pleased with it, and I, um, I've 
it, 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 yeah, I was, I was pleased, pleased with how I played. Just obviously, just the overriding this disappointment that you, you don't yeah. win, you know. Mm. Did, it, so, yeah. did it get you down for a bit when like, you lost that? Were you a bit like, did, did, did it hit you quite hard? Yeah, well, it's like man. any England tournament, you know. It's not, you haven't, it's, you haven't got another one next Saturday. You've got yeah. to wait. You've got mm. to wait for the next one. So it, it is hard to, to take and to get so close. Because um, the thing is, you've got to, you do so much to get there. Yeah. And I could just, like, the, the, how I had to train for the last one, I kind of, I was on tour and had such a busy, I was like doing sessions on like hotel treadmills and... Yeah, it was just anything like, you could. Yeah, it was, it was tough, man, but it's... When was the last time England won it? We never won it. Really? Never won it, no. That, got, that'd be the worst thing for me, knowing that you were so close. Yeah, and the home one, well, you'll never get it again, you never get a home tournament again, oh. like that. So and I guess it goes somewhere else the next one, doesn't it? Yeah, it goes somewhere else, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. There'll be a time. There'll be a yeah, time. Definitely. Hopefully, when you're still next one, mate. Yeah, next, time. next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to go on to the comedy side. Yeah, so we're going to go on to your. This is different. This I like your, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very this different. is. I have to do like a weird. For me, this is a weird. Being interviewed as a footballer and being interviewed as a comedian is too. You know, if I'm getting doing FA stuff, I've got to be like. You, you, fall, you find yourself talking like a footballer, have a footballer talk. Yeah, and it is a bit of a gear. So I'm glad you've done this as a. Hi guys, the Non-League Treatment Room have partnered up with Pathways Coventry. Pathways is a men's mental health support group who meet up for weekly meetings, local walks, daily check-ins, regular mountain walks and more. Men's mental health is so important and we need to break the stigma that men can't talk about how they feel. Men need to know it's okay to talk about their feelings and what they're struggling with and Pathways is a group that can support you. Check them out on Instagram at pathways underscore cov. Thank you. Yeah, You've yeah. done very well. Yeah, yeah. Very lovely. You've been all over the place. <laughs> really? been like, lovely. you ever watched that film called Split, where he's got oh, loads he's, of different yeah. personalities yeah, 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 between the two? <laughs> so it's on to your, so you've said it a lot, your day job now. So yeah. you're a comedian. Yeah, stand-up comedian. Yeah, I kind of, um, I do, well, I do lots of things. I do, I do stand-up. I write, I kind of try and do scripted stuff. I do a bit of voiceover, if you can get that, that's easy money, that is. Really? <laughs> yeah, bloody hell, it's, it's so... What are you doing? I've done um, lottery, did a national lottery, yeah, on the radio. That that did people's head in. I get loads of messages, like this is on every 15 seconds. What? Um, and I did some greetings card thing. Actually, while I was with England in Tenerife, they had to give me special permission to go to some recording studio to record this uh, voiceover <laughs> for this greeting cards company. It's such a... My life's mad sometimes. How, did, how did you get into that? So, so how, where did that comedy side of it start in terms of, right, this is a job now and I'm going to... I think you did mention it earlier that I'm going to go for it, but where did that sort of start, that journey? So it's something I always wanted to do. Uh, when I was at college, I tried to do like a couple of like sitcom scripts. Obviously, you know what I'm talking about? Talking about Beckham and the Class of 92... I'm also the generation which is Peter Kay, yeah. Ricky Gervais, yeah. ma- massive, thi- yeah, massive yeah, thing, yeah. massive influences. Um, I just always wanted to do it. I liked making people laugh. I remember watching Shooting Stars with my dad and my dad really laughing. Yeah. And I remember liking that. And But, you know, being from around here, it's a great place to grow up, but it's not It's not a big art scene, you know. It's no. kind of, it is yeah. what it is around here. And so you don't really think it's a possibility for you. And then when I was like 23, I really wanted to do it. I signed up to an open mic in Birmingham 
but didn't turn up because I was too scared. Mm. Then a year later, I was having like a bad day at work. I was like, oh, come on, try it. Um, and I did it and I loved it. I just kept doing it. Like anything, you've got to work, you've got to do loads, you know, the kind of, you know, when I think of like what my wife's like put up with, like we've been out for like five, you know, you say with your coaching, yeah. you, put so, you put so much of your time into it alongside a day job. I'd be out like four or five nights a week gigging and writing. Every every spare minute I'd get at work. I remember I used to work in for like the council and there's like these online forms and I'd write my material in the online forms. So if people looked at me, they thought I was working. Yeah. And then I'd go out, go oh, you know, all, all over the country and doing these gigs and then got to the point where it was, I was doing enough paid gigs because this is all for free in the early days yeah, same yeah. with coaching you know so many unpaid hours and yeah, 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 affecting yeah. what you do um, and then eventually I had enough just enough work to scrape by and I mean I was barely making a living really but I was to give up your day job and be a full time comedian I was so proud um, and then Covid came oh god yeah um, and I was doing okay in comedy I, I felt like I was overlooked actually for a long time in comedy and then during the Covid stuff I started doing these online videos. Which, oh my God, I watch them all the time, and, mate. And it, they kind of, you know, they kind of blew up and stuff. And then when the lockdown lifted, I went and did like a, an open mic gig in Birmingham. Yeah. No one goes to this gig, maybe like four or five people. And we're walking in, the room was packed. I said to the promoter, I was like, what? This is busy tonight. It's like, yeah, they've all come to see you. I was like, oh, I came back to an audience. And then once you've got your own audience as a comedian, you know, you'll know with this podcast, as soon as you get your own audience, that's it then. You're kind yeah. of, you're, you're off. Um and that led to, you know, people say, you know, will you come and try and do a script or will you come on this TV show? And it's, I'm so, you know, stand-up, I've done all those hours of stand-up, so I can do stand-up and I love it. TV, I've never done any, I don't know how to be on TV, I don't know how to, so I'm learning that kind of on, on the fly, really. So it's it's mad. And then all the time tra- training and doing football, so it's it's mad and... You, you can get stressed, but I'm so lucky, man. I do so, I do so many great things. I'm yeah, not probably gone sometimes in my life. It yeah. must be so hard, though, because it's like if you go into another job, like you sort of you can practice. How the basically what I'm trying to say is how the fuck can you practice to be funny? How you, like, you, you, you can't really. You can have You can only really trust your instincts. If if you think something's funny, the chances are it is funny. Yeah, but you know people always say, oh. It's such a really funny down the pub. Yeah, yeah, but it's not stand up. Stand up no. in itself is a is an art. is a different is a different thing. Mm. So you've got if you've got a funny idea, it's getting it across, mm. being likable, getting people to relate to you. That's where the that's you know same. That's is the coaching analogy. You can know loads about football and you can have all the football knowledge, but it's how you get it across. Yeah, you've got to get it in a way which is you know you engaging. That's where the craft is and that's where going out and doing it four or five nights a week that's mm. you know if you've you gone to anywhere Josh before and had like an absolute stinker yeah mate loads of times yeah yeah I've had loads of stinkers yeah of course it's part of it, it I've kind of man, I remember getting like like a mega bus to somewhere like Stockton do you know where Stockton is all the way up north Newcastle yeah, yeah, yeah. For a, a gong show which is where they can hold cards up and you can be off after it's like a competition oh, if they don't yeah, lie yeah. they, they all just can hold cards up and you're so I got like a, a mega buzz up there and I was I think I was off after like 35 seconds <laughs> <laughs> then I was just back down in work the next day but same with what I'm talking about football when I was a kid I loved the thing I loved it so much yeah. and I, I, I was getting enough success to make me keep yeah, yeah. I, I can do it because there's probably more more successes than there are stinkers yeah say. totally totally 
But even just a flash, sometimes you just get a flash. Like, oh, if I could just, that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, just, it just clicks and you just, it's just, you can't, you, you can't, um, it's miles on the clock, isn't it? That's, you can't, yeah. it's no, no excuse, there's no substitute for just doing something loads. Mm. So, yeah, it's, but it's so fun, mate. Well, you know, it's a dream. Mm-hmm. What's the best, best gig you've done? Oh, man, I've done some mad stuff. I've did. Did what I've done Wembley. Flippers. Yeah, I yeah, support, <coughs> supported Gervais in Paris, at the Paris Olympia. Did he um, ask you to come on? Was he like... Yeah, mate, he rings me up and that. It's, it's oh, uh, my God. It's, um, I went on the see, f- private jet. So you've got a private plane. It's so bizarre. Private, private plane. You just show your passport to a woman who's on reception. It's like a spa. <laughs> the, t- the term was like a spa. You show the thing, and then the, the pilot comes out to meet you. And the pilot's starstruck because of Ricky. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this ain't good. Focus. You shouldn't be start. You should be like, yeah. you're the man in this situation. You're the, we should yeah. be starstruck. <laughs> um, and you, you know, you land and everyone, I remember thinking, I thought like, Parisians were supposed to be a bit rude, but everyone's so nice. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, yeah, it's because you're with, you're just flown in on a private jet and everyone's being nice to you. And then you go and do the gig and you just can't, it's just amazing, mate. And it's, um, do you not get starstruck anymore, Josh? Um, <laughs> no, no, I don't because there's, you've always got something in common because you're doing the same mm-hmm. thing. And, you know, not being arrogant, but I'm, I'm really good at stand-up. I'm as good as, you know, I'm one of the best comedians in the country. So if I meet these people, it's not by fluke. It's because mm. I deserve to be there. That doesn't mean yeah, I'm not definitely. massively respectful. I love, you know, love meeting them. But I'd certainly never in a stand-up environment. TV or acting would be different. Mm. But in a in a stand-up environment, I feel I feel quite comfortable. Yeah, and they all sound they're all really nice. Mm. You know, sometimes you join a new sports team, you're a bit nervous. Oh, how are they going to be? Are the lads going to be all right? But th- this is art. This is art. This is soft. This mm. like they're all, they're all soft. They're all nice. Mm. You know, you grow up in an area like this, and all normal of, people as well. I imagine. Yeah, all sound. People would see Ricky Gervais and be like, "Oh my God, they don't know how to talk to him." I bet you he's just a, such a nice guy. Just really nice guy. Yeah. yeah, of course. Well, that's that's the thing. They're kind of the, the, what they're, they're funny. They're engaged. You know, the yeah. sound. Yeah. yeah, they're nice. So you, you, you're quite busy now. And and when did you start? When did you start to think this is getting big now? Like tours and regular gigs and stuff when were you fight this is like serious yeah it's now? it's mad ain't it? you just kind of you kind of just take each thing as it comes and you kind of do each week as it like you probably notice as i'm talking football has given me has prepared me for this really yeah yeah, you know, yeah. kind of being a sports person prepared me for i'm talking like our, a sports person so you know you do kind of one thing at a time and before you know you look back and you've done all this stuff you know so it's uh but yeah it's it's, it's weird it's weird but also I live in a small town. Everybody knows me anyway, just because I yeah. live here. So yeah, I'm not yeah. having to deal with that. I kind of, you know, my missus don't give a shit about comedy. <laughs> she don't even watch me. She don't watch me. <laughs> she don't care. She don't find me funny. You know, it's kind of <laughs> when your own, you know, your own family and arse, it kind of does keep you grounded, really. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah. It does, but also, you can't, you can't really. When like, I go in, um, I go up the town and have a drink up the town. And if you have like, if you have a premium lager, it's like. Ooh! <laughs> someone's been on TV or you have like a shit lager it's like get your hand in your pocket what do you want me to drink and I'll drink that but yeah yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, it's great mate it's you know so lucky to do it and you, you meet so many good people yeah that's, that's, that's it you, you, you're meeting people and you're just doing what you're good at and you're taking everything 
and riding with it, ain't you? Really? Yeah, yeah, it's all you can do, mate. Because it's it, you know, it might not. It could all stop yeah. tomorrow, and mm. you've got to make sure your life's good. You know, if your life's good, that's all, all that matters, yeah. really. When's your next show, Josh? It's, it's coming up, isn't it? Because my mate's coming to it. Yeah, so I mean, I've, so I'm probably out working. So, so this is a question I get lost. When, when's your next show? My, so my tour's in from February onwards, but I, I, I'm out working like five nights a week, gigging somewhere. I'll be really? doing a gig somewhere. If it's 20 minutes there or 20 minutes there, then in the daytime, I kind of... Yeah, it's it's full on. I have like I have to go to London all the time. I hate, I hate going to London. Yeah. I'm always in London for stuff and meetings and people want to like, oh, what have you got? What ideas have you got? Um, you know, well, you want do you want to do this? Some of the stuff you do. It's, I did a thing the other week where I was locked in a shipping container for 22 hours. What? What? It was like it's like a reality taskmaster kind of thing that's coming out. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you do stuff, mad stuff like that. You just don't know. What you're gonna get asked yeah, to do, which is yeah, so, yeah. It's so exciting. Do you know what yeah, I mean? but some stuff I get. What did I get asked to do? Some kind of drag queen show. Did you be not? a judge on a drag queen show? I was like, no. Why? <laughs> what? I, I can't. It's a terrible booking. I'd be rubbish at that. Um, so yeah, it's it's nice. So is this your first proper tour that in February? Or have you done my second tour? So second my, tour. My first tour was this year. Um, so that's what because that's what I love is stand up. Like the TV stuff is nice. Yeah, and it's you know it's. It's a bit of a payday and all that, but I'm not really bothered about being. I didn't get into it to be a celebrity. I got into it to be stand-up comedian. Yeah, that's what yeah. that's what I love. That's what I loved as a kid. So I always tour. I probably tour every year or tour every other year. And your year is getting your show ready, and then you take it out and you kind of I'll try and record it and put it out for free. And that's kind of my my model. Really, it's like the seasons. Like Edinburgh is our season. So Edinburgh Edinburgh Festival every August. And so everybody tries to get a new fe- show ready for the festival and you turn up, it's like a tournament. Oh, his, his show's good this year. Is that everyone it's, testing material and yeah, stuff Yeah, testing like that, material. Yeah. It's kind of, you kind of unveil, unveil yeah, it to the yeah. industry, really. Mm. Um, and then you kind of start again in September. Oh, it's, it's not like music. You can't just keep doing the hits. No, no. You know, you kind of, once people have seen it, they kind of need something there. What's the, um, what's the end goal, Josh? What do you want to hit like, that's on your bucket list in comedy? Um... To be honest, mate, I've probably done a lot of bucket list stuff. Uh, to be honest, it just making a living, yeah. doing something I enjoy, um, and just keep getting better to be really good. I'd love to go to like this. Probably sounds like narcissistic, but I'd love to like twenty years time. You know, you go to the comedy store and oh, there's mate. a there's a mural of me on the <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah. the wall. Or yeah. There's, yeah. there's pictures of me in black and white at the best comedy clubs, and mm. I love to do some stuff in America. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is live at the Apollo? Is that that's a is that's a big tick on a comedian, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I've I've done, I've done it. I've, I've recorded <laughs> an episode. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was just saying. It's yeah, yeah. But that yeah, that's a huge thing. That's, that's a huge thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a massive like achievement. But also, I'm sure sports people speak about this. You can't pin too much on one thing because it might not make you feel how you think it's going to make you feel. Yeah. That's what I've learned in my life. You know, I've done some brilliant things. I've done like, you know, gigs and TV stuff and, you know, football and World Cup finals and played for England. It's amazing. But if you, if you think you can look forward to these things, you think you're going to feel something or it's going to make you happy and it doesn't feel that way, mm. you know, don't, don't panic. That's what I've learned. Mm. You know, you do the live at the Apollo and it's like, oh, that was good, but you're not completely ecstatic. It's mm. okay. Yeah. Don't panic. It's fine. That's what, that's what I'm learning. Yeah. Mm. 
Hey everyone, we have teamed up with CT Electrical, where no job is too small. From rewires to EV chargers, and at a reasonable price. Check them out at CT Electrical on all social media, and if you mention the podcast, you'll get a cheeky 10% off. Uh, so, one thing that we wanted to talk about is obviously your new podcast that's out as well, Josh Pugh's Cult Heroes. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. So, it's just... Um, I mean, I'm, I'm the worst PR person. <laughs> I, they don't let me talk on it because I, I um, so basically I'm just chatting to people I think are really interesting, and it's not even a comedy podcast really. It's just kind of people you don't usually hear from. So we had One Direction stylist on, we've had actors, we had a, a sports doctor, and it's just getting to know one really, and, yeah. and, and dead, it's dead fun. Um, but to be honest, man, <laughs> I just I don't love I don't love doing podcasting. I like being a guest. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's not it's not easy, and to be consistent with it, I, it, I'm not sure how passionate I am about it. But do <laughs> listen to it. I mean, it's good. Yeah. Um, don't, don't let me put you off it. Like if you think you're listening, he's <laughs> um, yeah, really good. I've, I've been listening. Oh, nice. And, one. and like it's um, like you say, it's interesting people who you might not hear about. So. I've listened to the one who was the One Direction stylist. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like it's just like mad, but what she had to deal with and work. Yeah, with yeah, and, yeah. And well, stuff similar... that you don't hear about, and it's like yeah. okay, actually, yeah, that's like well, so, similar to guy, what you guys doing, just kind of chatting to you know, sound people who yeah, yeah. shared interest. Yeah, yeah. But we'll uh, we'll drop the link below oh, so you kind, can mate. head to that and take a listen and uh, go and support Josh and uh, the podcast and give it a listen. Hundred percent. Cheers. But we um. We always finish with some quick fires. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it could, could be some mixed. mixed I wasn't ones pre-warned there. about this. I'm nervous now. <laughs> oh no. You're nervous. No, Never. Yeah, right. You did more with the Apollo son. So, in terms of like the football terms, best player you've played with. The best player I've played with. So obviously Chris Holland, I mentioned he was at Newcastle. Was, mm-hmm. was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but probably our old captain Steve Daly. Okay. He's a MBE's. He's the most one-footed player I've ever seen. But he was unplayable. He was brilliant. So he played at Glen Torren, and then he he lost oh, okay, yeah. he, like, he lost his sight, and you know he's he's got his his sight was crap. Really, you know, could see the, the probably the worst sight play we've ever had really? on our team. And he was unbelievable. Dribble it, shoot, defend. So fit, strong, determined, great decision maker. Just. Just brilliant. He'll, he'll join in sometimes now, and he's he's unbelievable. Still, he's still a brilliant player. Yeah, that's class. He, and he 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 would play eleven aside and, and cope. When he, you've got it, you've got it. Ain't yeah, you? he's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, next one, which we probably already asked it, and you and you've answered it, but we'll go again. Best stadium you have played at? Oh, actually, both in football and in comedy. Wow. So best stadium football wise, we played um, in a futsal. Court, which is next to you know Antalya Spor, Turkish team. Yes, yeah, yeah. They'd yeah. spent. I think they obviously had money left over and built this massive ten thousand seater stadium. And there was, I mean, there's like three hundred people in it, but the stadium <laughs> itself was unbelievable. <laughs> it's funny when we play in Turkey. So I know this is quick fire. The only, the only people that come to the games when we're away is like for the host nation, but when we're in Turkey, you get the odd people out there and the teeth done. Yeah, <laughs> they're the only people there. So it's like, it'd be like 300 Turkish people 
and they're like three women from Essex <laughs> like, with their teeth done like, go on England there's <laughs> <laughs> loads of like, lads and girls from England who've gone to have the teeth going, let's go watch some football like, <laughs> yeah. like, unbelievable uh, bit different and then, oh, oh comedy yeah yeah, yeah um, probably Wembley Wembley yeah, Wembley's incredible all pal- palladium's really pretty yeah nice um, or Ridge Lane Brewery Ridge yeah. Lane Brewery <laughs> yeah massive shout out if you've ever walked out of there sober then you're doing something oh, wrong yeah. by the way you've had no points oh, and man. a great pub up the road the White Art as well yeah yeah good pub good pub I remember that, that Ridge Lane Brewery sorry to cut off again they used to do a thing I don't know if you've had it called the Coffin where it's shaped <laughs> where it's shaped obviously in a coffin yeah. but all of them have got um, like diff- halves of, right. of different stuff and I'll never forget this and I'm going to get raided for this but I don't care played for Hartsill Sports on a Saturday and we had our end of year season do at Ridgeline Brewery it was my birthday so one of the lads went I'm going to get you a coffee and I went okay not a problem I'll drink anything that's put in front of me bar Sambuca but um, anyway I've done, I can't remember how many there was, probably six all the way around. I've done this one and it's gone down a bit dodgy. And I've gone, oh no, this ain't going to happen. I'm just going to go to the toilet. I weren't going to be sick. I just needed to get away from the lads for a minute. <laughs> so anyway, I went to the toilet. I came back, there was one left. And I've plucked up the courage and I've gone, yeah, yeah, I'll do this, I'll do it. So I've picked it up and I've gone, oh, it's warm. And oh, they've got, no. and they've gone, uh, yeah, it's, this, the last one's a warm one. I was only 19. I went, all right, yeah, not a problem. <laughs> Boom, necked it. One of the lads, Ozzy, his name was, is pissing himself. I've gone, well, what's that? He's just gone, I've just tipped the fucker away and pissed in it. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolute nightmare. Disgusting. <laughs> Great times at Richard Lane Brewery. Go there. Yeah. Enjoy it. Shout out, Richard Lane. Um, Favourite takeaway? What did you enjoy? First choice, oh, fish and chips. Fish and chips. Indian pizza Chinese wow last. Chinese last yeah do you, like, do you like the mayor next door do you like mayor rate mayor highly mayor mayor sit down um, herbs and spice takeaway absolutely surprisingly good website <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah the, web, the herbs and spice website is unreal if you're in that premises yeah and then you look yeah. at the website on the corner yeah, yeah. their website is unbelievable it's better than Google, mate. It's unbelievable. I'm going to get a takeaway from there because he's got a good website. <laughs> yeah, but I agree with that. Sometimes you go on and you go, oh, website, I ain't got a menu. Let's go to the website. No website. Mate, honestly, I think I'm just in the catchment because I live in Artsil. Yeah. So I'm just in the catchment area for we'll Urban Spices. Her, yeah. Mate, it's very good, mate. Very good. Uh, so when you were at your camps and stuff or when you were playing um, for England or any of your futsal teams, Josh, yeah. did you have like anything that you'd eat? Before a game? Um, no, but I have changed, actually. I, I used to just eat so much. Really? So I used to find the camps really physically demanding. I was, yeah. my, my, my logic was put as many calories in you as you can. Yeah. Whereas now, as I've got older, I can't know. You, you want to be a bit lighter when you're <laughs> trying yeah. to play futsal. Um, so not really, but I do... I'm addicted at St George's Park and Lewis Shoulders. I love a choco milk at night. Oh, oh mate. amazing! Best thing for a hangover as well. Choco hot milk. chocolate at night. And um, when I was in Turkey, actually, I got um, I got a pint glass, and it was two two presses of the button for a pint of choco milk. Unbelievable! Unbelievable. <laughs> um, favorite TV series or program? What do you like? To be, you're probably very busy. So whether you have wow, time. Wow. To... What do I love? That's tough. I love. Uh, 
the office and Phoenix Nights. Yeah. Comedies. And I love, I love like a drama, I love like a, I love Line of Duty when that was yeah, in the right. into that. Yeah, lovely. And I love, I, tell, I used to love, you watch Band of Brothers. Oh, yeah, what yeah. A, yeah. Yeah, Spielberg and yeah, Tom yeah. Hanks. Yeah, I loved that. I want to ask you this though, little, so if you, I take it you've watched the American Office as well. I have, yeah. Josh, I think it's better. I think it's better than the English one. Sorry to Ricky I, if you're going to listen. I can't say really. no. <laughs> it. Uh, it's different, isn't it? Yeah. It's really good. It's, you can just put it on any time. Yeah. Same block, Family Guy or Friends. Yeah. It's so, yeah, it's wicked. It's great. Uh, next one. It's a good one, this is. Uh, this, this is going to be a good one. I reckon it's changed Let's, as the years have gone on. I think it has changed. Let's go both sides of it. So, biggest yeah. name in your phone book, football-wise and comedy-wise. Hmm. Oh, so comedy. Comedy is Gervais or well, Gervais. Gervais is, ma- is massive. Yeah, massive. Um, but I've got you know Sarah Millican and Joe Lycett and all that. Yeah, but Ricky yeah. is worldwide massive. You know, has he been a bit of a mentor to you? Um, yeah, yes, yes, and no. But also, his career is so unique and, yeah. and completely in a different stratosphere to mine. It's yeah. hard for him to really advise on. Yeah, yeah. You know, he kind of um, and football. No, no real big names actually from football. Um, I've, I've got some video. I've got a video from um, Gerard and Kane. But in terms of direct contact, I don't know who I'd be able to get in touch with. I've got loads on Twitter and Instagram. I've got some football. Fans, some footballer fans. Yeah. So Scott, Scott Arfield, remember Scott Arfield? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a big fan. And um, Jack yeah. Stevens, I'm not yeah. sure where he is now. And Ben Osborne, where do they're the three yeah, they always yeah, like. Yeah. And a lot of boxers, a lot of boxers are into it on Fair Instagram play. for some reason, yeah. Fair play. Um, do you have any superstitions? My only superstition is to, to it sounds ridiculous, is to have no superstitions. Fair play. As in like, I've made a deliberate choice with everything, with comedy, football, to never have to depend on something. Yeah, but yeah. The more things you can have, then you can't do. You can just throw you. But I do put my left sock on first. But that's just day-to-day. That's even if I'm going up the town, so I don't know what that means, really. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, okay. Favourite holiday destination, Josh? Uh, Jamaica. Oh, yeah. Oh, a bit different. Place. Love that. Yeah, I love it, mate. I've, I went on honeymoon. It's so great. It's a great place. Food, mate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Real. Jamaican food. What about... <clears throat> I'm going to throw one in. Um, Idol growing up. Uh, Beckham. Yeah. Loved Beckham. Loved how he took... Everybody my age wanted to take corners. Yeah. That's mental, isn't it? Yeah, still <laughs> now, mate. Yeah. They do. yeah. <laughs> and... Um, so the the big you know the big player from my age group was actually the year below me but, but was, uh, grassroots was like Mark Albrighton yeah 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 and yeah. he's like a mini Beckham and yeah. it's no coincidence that mm. it's because Beckham I don't really believe it's because Beckham you know he's doing that he's, his actions the same his mm. kicking actions the same as it, yeah it's Mark Beckham that, do- that documentary was superb though yeah, right? yeah, I know we're going off Matt, and he always delivered always delivered on the pitch Beckham yeah, never yeah. letting so much down. Ad- like, yeah problems going on as well on and off the pitch I did, yeah I didn't realise how, how much like the uh, sending off actually impacted yeah oh mate I didn't realise I was obviously young when I'm not I'm not big so. on his missus though she was doing my head in I, oh. I couldn't quite get a read on her on that documentary to be honest oh mate I could I feel like when she was younger <laughs> she I know they called her posh boys but I felt like as it got later on in life she was putting it on 
like you know when you're this is how much I loved Beckham as a kid you know when you're like you go through the period like you, you hate girls so you say you've got a girlfriend like, oh, like I, I was Beckham mad and it come out in the press that Beckham was going out with Posh Spice yeah I was so upset my dad had to take me for a walk and like calm me down and explain how these things happen <laughs> I was absolutely distraught so I had, I had loads of pictures of him on the wall took them all down yeah I was going to say you know, like, ripping, scraping them down like. down and that Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and um, finish yourself. <laughs> best team night out. I bet you've been on some good ones. Best surely. team night out. You know what? So probably the Grendon lads, isn't it? Oh, oh god, mate! Yeah, yeah. What's that thing? That, yeah. They go to that club every Sunday, yeah, and they do a certain drink. Oh, Con- navy rum. They love oh, navy my rum, god, mate. It's like a it, it kind of it, for all occasions. It's punishment. It's reward. It's <laughs> yeah. someone's <laughs> got married, have a navy rum. Someone's died, have a navy rum. You know, if someone's driving, have a navy rum. Yeah, they're great lads, and you know, quite good at organising stuff. Oh, we, mate, yeah. Yeah, coaches up to Blackpool and Butlins and. Benador, yeah, just, yeah, great. Yeah, great at organising nights out, but probably great at, uh, terrible at organising the football. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know. Let me know what. The, 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 they've, got, um, they've got two brothers, Lloyd and Danny. Austin. Austin. Great, great they, lads. They've, they've run that team for like 10, 15 yeah, People class, like that, mate. They're, they're just the same with like this, this club. They're, you know, you know I've, you know, I've played, you know, England or whatever. People play for the hometown clubs, but... People like that, mate, they're, they're salt of the earth. That's what keeps football yeah, going. Yeah, like, shout, shout out all the grassroots yeah. and like mate, Sunday teams yeah, and people like that. Shout out the yeah. Grendon lads. I'd say not, they don't take a penny out of it, but I don't talk to They were great. Yeah. So, like, oh, yeah. They're actually in my league this year. Put Grendon in, uh, I'm not looking forward to playing oh, yeah, against yeah, them. They've the got the Viking up front, Jack Barter. Barter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot about him. I've never played against him. I've heard a lot about him. What about, do you have two nights out with other comics? Like, uh, I know if you did like a gig in that, you'll go, oh, go like, Yeah, so when I was in Australia, that was a big, like, you go out after and like, the Aussies and that. It's great. That's unbelievable. That's probably the best thing I've done, actually, been Australia. And um, Edinburgh, you're basically in a city for a month with all your mates and you're working for one hour a day. So, <laughs> oh, my yeah, God, I bet it's a tear up. Yeah, it gets, gets mm. a bit lively. <laughs> well, um, yeah, brilliant stuff. Thank you so much for coming on, Josh. I really appreciate um, it, mate. If you if you're listening, make sure you go check out Josh uh, in his Instagram pages and Twitter. Go and watch his show. Um, go and listen to his podcast to support the man because he's absolutely brilliant and uh, funny as funny as ever, yeah. and a great footballer as well. Nice one, lads. And um, you, mate. me and Lee are definitely going to come watch a show. Oh, mate, hundred percent. Yeah, great, man. I'm jealous actually because my mate's got tickets for. Uh, I can't. Remember, I think it's a quite a local one. I'm not sure, but uh, we are a million percent. Yeah. And, and also yeah. a futsal game. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I yeah. love that. Futsal game, 100%. And uh, we'll definitely come support you as well in your... Come and give you some heckles. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's yeah. a wrap then. Thank you very much. Josh, fucking hell. Thanks, mate. was that okay? Yeah, thank yeah, you so much. Brilliant. Super, mate. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Fucking hell, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network.